Importantly, building a connection to your future self requires seeing your future self as a different person from who you are today. Most people assume their future self is basically the same person they are today. By seeing your future self as a different person, you appreciate that this person sees things differently than you do now. Welcome to Philosopher Insights, the podcast that delivers wisdom in minutes a day that you can put into practice daily and strive to master over a lifetime. The podcast committed to sharing ideas that encourage you to bridge the gap between who you are today and the person you aspire to be in the future. Hi, my name is Herb Lamba and welcome to my podcast where I will share practical insights from the world's best authors. Knowledge is not power. Applied knowledge is. The quest to become the best version of you starts right now. Hi and welcome to Philosopher Insights. My name is Herb Lamba. Today we're discussing Be Your Future Self Now, The Science of Intentional Transformation. The author of this book is Benjamin Hardy and the book is published in 2022. I wanted to share a number of my favorite insights from this great book, starting with The Importance of Hope, Invest in Your Future Self, Invest in Loss, Contextual Purpose, Eliminate Lesser Goals, Automate and Systemize, Schedule Your Future Self, and finishing off with the conclusion. So let's start with the introduction. Quote, The quality of connection you have with your own future self determines the quality of your life and behaviors now. Research shows that the more connected you are to your own future self, the wiser decisions you make here and now. Contemplating your future self, you're more likely to invest in and set yourself up for an abundant retirement exercise and eat healthier, and you're less likely to engage in delinquent or self-defeating acts. The future self-concept is simple, yet rarely practiced. To make quality decisions, know where those decisions will take you. Decisions and actions are best when reverse-engineered from a desired outcome. Start with what you want and work backward. Think and act from your goal rather than toward your goal. Your brain does this automatically. Indeed, neuroscientists now agree the brain is essentially a prediction machine, guiding behavior toward the expected future. Learning is the process of updating and improving our brain's prediction. The clearer you are on where you want to go, the less distracted you'll be by endless options. When you're disconnected with your future self, you get caught up in urgent goals that often result in low-quality behavior in the present. For the majority, this is the norm. Because we're disconnected from our future selves, we opt for near-immediate goals or dopamine hits. This short-term seeking ends up costing our future selves big. This is why the research on future self is so compelling. Being connected allows you to better comprehend and appreciate the gold mine of this moment, right here. Seeing your current life through the eyes of your future self, you see opportunities you were previously blind to. In the pages that fall, you're going to learn how to be your future self now. As your future self, you can create the life you want. End quote. That is from the introduction of Be Your Future Self Now by Benjamin Hardy. Hardy, the author of The Gap and the Gain, which was featured in episode 13 of my podcast, you can check that out if you haven't done so already, shares more life-changing wisdom in his latest book. This book is broken down into three sections. The first, the seven biggest threats to your future self. The second, the seven most powerful truths about your future self. And third, the seven specific steps to imagine, define, and be your future self now. Insight number one, the importance of hope. 
Quote, to the average person, hope may seem like mere wishing. But think for a minute what your life would be like without hope for the future. Without something specific to look and build toward, the present becomes utterly painful. Without hope, motivation is impossible. You can't be motivated towards action or outcome with zero hope in its possibility. Researchers describe hope as the will and the way. Hope is the will because conscious choosing is involved. You decide a specific end which you feel is worthwhile and important to create, pursue, and realize. Hope is the way because you have hope. You either see a way to realize your goal or are flexible enough to create a way. When hope exists, there is always a way. Hope does not consider the odds. End quote. Hardy reminds us that to have hope, you must have three ingredients. The first is a specific goal to aim toward. The second is agency or the belief you control what you do, and that you can impact the results. And third, you can see a clear path or create a path if necessary. High hope people commit to the goal they have set for themselves, but they don't commit to the process. Hopeful people are willing to evaluate and adapt the process as required. In Making Hope Happen, author Shane Lopez says, quote, When we are hopeful, our ideas and feelings about the future work together. Our thoughts look ahead and tell us what we need to do today to get to where we want to go. Our feelings lift us up and give us the energy to sustain the effort. Hope is the work of the heart and the head. Hope happens when our rational selves meet our emotional selves. End quote. The first threat to our future self is not having hope for the future. What can you do today to start building your hope muscles? Your future self is counting on it. Insight number two, invest in your future self. Quote, importantly, Building a connection to your future self requires seeing your future self as a different person from who you are today. This does not come naturally. As a rule, most people assume their future self is basically the same person they are today. By seeing your future self as a different person, you appreciate that this person sees things differently than you do now. They care about different things than you do now. They'd act differently than you would now. End quote. I believe this is one of the biggest challenges the majority of people face. They see their current self as their permanent self, which means the person they are today is the person they will always be. Quote, If I care about me, I invest in myself so I can continually upgrade my thinking, opportunities, and skills. When I care about my future self, I happily invest in their well-being, situation, freedoms, and characteristics. Investing in your future self brings you closer to that person you are growing into. As your vision of your future self grows, your present happiness and motivation increases. Short-term reward seekers are constantly looking for the next dopamine hit which creates satisfaction in the moment, but comes at a great cost to your future self. Every action you take throughout the day is either a deficit to your future self or an investment in your future self. Quote, the more you engage in short-term reward seeking, the fuzzier your long-term future self will become. You won't be able to envision beyond the next few days, weeks, or maybe months. End quote. Your future self will gain clarity when you focus and invest in long-term rewards. One of the ways Hardy suggests getting closer to your future self is to write a letter from your future self to your current self. I love this exercise because it forces your mind to think about what your ideal future would look like. What kind of house does my future self live in? How does my future self spend their time? What kind of impact is my future self having on the lives of others? 
What kind of habits has my future self installed? Insight number three, invest in loss. Quote, commitment to future self means investing in loss or failure here and now to accelerate the progress. The more willing you are to invest in momentary loss and pain directed at a goal, the faster you'll adapt to the level of your future self. Truth number five is that failing as your future self is better than succeeding as your current self. If you want to become your desired future self, play at their level as quickly as possible. Commit at the level of your future self. Adapt at the level of your future self. Your current self is clearly not there yet, and you will therefore need serious training, humility, and feedback. People naturally avoid investing in loss. It's comfortable doing something you already can do. Winning feels good. But if you want to aggressively become your future self, then investing in loss is how you get there. End quote. Failing as your future self is better than succeeding as your current self. How good is that? My favorite sentence from the book. The idea of investing in loss is putting yourself in difficult situations that force you to adapt and get better. It's a unique form of deliberate practice that pushes you beyond your comfortable habits and routines. The quickest path to your future self is to give yourself more challenging opportunities which increase your risk of failure. Fail, observe, adapt, and grow. Insight number four, a contextual purpose. Quote, people often become blocked when it comes to envisioning their future. It's common to attempt discovering grand purpose for one's entire life. After all, then you'll be who you really are and life will be easy and make sense. Yes, it's nice to have clarity about what you ultimately want for yourself and for your life, but it's also crucial to be open to your values, perspectives, and situation changing. Your future self will see things differently than you do now. Rather than attempting to define your life's purpose, define for yourself a contextual purpose that you believe to be the absolute most important thing you could do right now. End quote. This is another brilliant insight. Having a life's purpose is important, but to make a better connection with your life purpose, get good at establishing a contextual purpose for the present moment. Connecting to your contextual purpose involves 1. Connecting to your future self. 2. Identify three major priorities that help clarify your contextual purpose. And 3. Create 12-month targets based on your top three priorities. The challenge so many of us face is we don't work from clearly established priorities. Quote, your life is like a garden. If you're not intentional, your garden will be overrun with weeds and randomness. This occurs if you have too many competing goals and priorities. Growing your future self requires investing in your future self. Investing in your future self is akin to planting and nourishing seeds that eventually bear fruit. To determine which seeds to plant, first determine which fruit or outcomes you want for your future self. End quote. The fundamental question to ask is, what do I want to optimize my life? If optimizing your health is a priority for your future self, then you build clarity by defining three priorities that you can focus on now to move you towards your future self. Insight number five, eliminate lesser goals. Quote, lesser goals are weeds in the garden of life. Every time you engage in a lesser goal, it's the equivalent of planting a weed in your garden. Whatever you plant will produce your results. What is your garden producing? Is your garden optimized for your future self, or is it totally chaotic and full of weeds? If you're going to realize your purpose, then step two to being your future self is uncommitting to lesser goals. 
These lesser goals are structural aspects of your current life and the moment-by-moment -moment decisions you make throughout your day. By structural aspects, I mean your current habits, behaviors, and relationships. There are a lot of things you do throughout your day that conflict with your contextual purpose. Your behavior clearly reflects in every moment what you're committed to. In every instant, you're presented with the option to live your purpose or submit to a lesser goal. End quote. Our lives are dynamic, and at every moment of the day, we are presented with choices. Do we choose to go in the direction of our purpose, or do we choose the more comfortable distraction? In Organized Tomorrow Today, author Jason Salk shares a habit-building strategy called Win Your Fight Throughs. Quote, This is the point where I can do this turns into this is harder than I thought, or is it really going to matter if I miss a day? You need to be able to win two or three of these important fight-through battles with yourself. End quote. You have to win your fight-throughs when presented with those all-important choices. At this moment, is what I'm choosing to do right now the most important thing I can do for the benefit of my future self? If it's not, you just lost that momentary fight-through. One of my favorite quotes related to this idea is from Jim Cathcart. He says, quote, How would the person I would like to be do the things I'm about to do? End quote. Insight number six, automate and systemize. Quote, to get where you want to go faster and easier, automate and systemize your future self. Implementing strategic systems frees up your conscious mind to focus, play, and plan. Automation ensures consistency of results. Business strategist Evan Pagan calls this inevitability thinking, which he defines as thinking and acting as if what you are doing is a foregone conclusion because you set up conditions for it to happen. System design means you make routines as friction-free and automatic as possible to achieve your goals. Impose friction or barriers where you want to avoid unwanted outcomes. End quote. Systems and automation are the secret sauce to reaching your goals and boosting your day-to-day -day productivity. Scott Adams, the creator of Dilbert, one of the most popular comic strips, shares similar wisdom in his great book, How to Fail at Almost Everything and Still Win Big. Quote, in the world of dieting, losing 20 pounds is a goal, but eating right is a system. In the exercise realm, running a marathon in under four hours is a goal, but exercising daily is a system. If you do something every day, it's a system. If you're waiting to achieve it someday in the future, it's a goal. End quote. A fundamental step to being your future self now is learning to automate and systemize. Look for opportunities to install habits that serve your future self and commit to them every day. At the same time, be mindful of the habits currently running in your life that don't align with your future self and need to be removed. Insight number seven, schedule your future self. Quote, your schedule reflects your priorities. Your schedule reflects what you're actually committed to. Most schedules are dominated by urgent battles and lesser goals such as meetings and Zoom calls. Rarely does someone's schedule reflect and prioritize their future self over their current self. Your time is the clearest indicator of your commitment. You can't hide how you spend your time. To improve freedom of money, relationships, and purpose, own your freedom of time. To have freedom of time, take ownership of your schedule. Prioritize what matters most and eliminate what does not. The more you take ownership of your time and attention, the simpler and easier to realize your future self. 
how much ownership are you willing to take of your own time? The more you say no to lesser goals, the stronger your commitment grows to creating the life and outcomes you want, end quote. Your schedule and your true priorities can be one of the hardest things to master because you're always pulled back to what is comfortable. Your time and attention are two of the most valuable resources you have at your disposal. Be mindful of this so they don't go to waste. Insight number eight, conclusion. Quote, Know that despite your best predictions, your future self will likely be far different than you anticipate. Life will teach you more than you expect. Your future self is wiser than your present self can imagine. With your time capsule in place, be your future self now. Being is the first step in doing. Do what your future self will do. Commit 100% to your desired future self. Remove lesser goals. Turn every experience along the way into a game. Cheers to your future self. Go now and be your future self. End quote. That concludes my quick look at Be Your Future Self Now by author Benjamin Hardy. You can get a free chapter of this book by visiting futureself.com. I thoroughly enjoyed this book and honestly was disappointed to reach the end. I look forward to his next book and I hope I inspired you to consider reading this book and applying the many exercises to your life. You've been listening to Philosopher Insights with your host, Herb Lamba. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To go deeper with me, you can register for free at www.philosopherinsights.com for instant access to a growing library of Philosopher Insights, which are 8 to 10 page PDFs, plus 20 minute MP3s that break down my favorite insights from the world's best personal development books. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Facebook at Optimal Herb. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.